Hey, I'm Jason Gray. Hey, this is Sarah Gross. Hey, I'm Andrew Osinga. Hi, this is Michael Carr. Hey, this is Andrew Peterson, and you're listening to Voices in My Head. And this is me, so let's have some exciting music. Who is me, you ask? Well, me is Rick Lee James, and this is my podcast, Voices in My Head. We've got a great show for you this week, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. I am your host, Rick Lee James, and I am currently driving through the countryside of Indiana. Uh, Just a few minutes ago, I drove through Richmond, Indiana, which is a very significant town. I'm going to tell you why in just a moment here. But before we get too far in, this is episode number 99 of Voices in My Head. Next week is our big 100th episode celebration. I'm not going to tell you what we're going to be doing, but we're going to have a guest that I'm really excited about having on the show again. Um, He's been on the show before, and that's all I'm going to say. But... um, yeah, 100 episodes is a big deal. Really excited about that. Uh, before I get into why Richmond is important and why I'm even mentioning that I just drove through it, um, I want to tell you real quick that there's a new way for you to get my book, and you can get it for free. I don't know how long I'm going to be offering it this way, but it's this way for now until I take it down. Um, a lot of you know about this great company that Derek Webb and a few others started. Really sorry for the noise, by the way. I am driving through some uh, some very pockmarked roads here in Indiana. Um, so anyway, but a lot of you have heard of Noise Trade, and Derek Webb, fantastic singer-songwriter, um, actually started that company with some other people, and it's become one of the premier places online to get music, to be able to download music, and you can get it for free in exchange for your email address because that helps the artist kind of keep in contact with you, helps you know who's listening to their music. And uh, one of the great things about Noise Trade is you actually can leave a tip for the artist on there, and you can leave it for whatever amount you want. Uh, and it's great because that really does help to supplement some income. Uh, to, to just be perfectly honest with you, uh, musicians, we don't make very much money. And um, the, the fact that Noise Trade has, had, has this place um, where, I, I don't know, I'd say about half the people who download actually do give a tip to me, and I do appreciate that a lot. Uh, but it actually works out a lot better for us than if you go to iTunes or to Amazon or anything like that uh, because most of the money goes straight to the musician for the albums. Um, so all that is to say, most of you have probably heard of Noise Trade, but th- just this week they started a new venture uh, called Noise Trade Books. And uh, my book is on there, and it's, it's only been on there a couple days at the time of recording this, uh, but it has just been getting downloaded like crazy, which is really exciting to me. Um, people can go on there, and I, I believe the web address is just books.noisetrade.com. And you can look up my name, Rick Lee James, and you can uh, put in your email address and get a link to download the full ebook of Out of the Depths, A Songwriter's Journey Through the Psalms. Um, I'm mentioning that because you can get my book for free right now, but you can also get Basement Psalms Live, which is sort of the companion to that book, my live album that I did on the Psalms also at Noise Trade in the, the music section. So stop into noisetrade.com, go there for the music, look up Rick Lee James, get some free music, go books, look up Rick Lee James, get some free books, uh, and then get a bunch of other people's as well because there are thousands, and I'm not exaggerating, there are thousands of artists um, 
both uh, not only record label people but also independent artists that you can get their music. We're talking even Grammy Award winners that are giving away music on Noise Trade in exchange for your email address. And uh, I promise we're not selling these to um, companies or anything. We're actually just using them to keep in better contact with our fans. So um, go to Noise Trade for right now. I don't know how long this offer is going to last, but get a free copy of my book to download and a free copy of Basement Psalms Live, the album. And feel free to leave a tip. We'd love for you guys to leave a tip, not only for me, but any other artists that you download their music. We work really hard, a lot of hours, and um, it would be great to get a little something in return for that financially to help our families and things. Um, other than that, if you can't afford it, that's fine. I just want you to enjoy it share it leave us a review do whatever you need to do that would be great but noisetrade.com all right uh, that's enough of that long commercial gosh i'm already four minutes into recording um i told you a few moments ago that i was driving through richmond indiana i'm actually on my way to anderson indiana right now the reason i mentioned richmond at all is because richmond was the hometown uh, of an artist that you may know his name by one thing, but his real name is actually Wayne Mullins, um, but his his stage name was Rich Mullins. So uh, Wayne, as they would call him, is actually from uh, Richmond, Indiana, um, and tonight I'm going to be watching the story of Rich Mullins' life in the movie theater um, on Anderson University's campus uh, with the director, David Leo Schultz, who we had on the podcast a while back. I'm real excited about this opportunity. I wanted to see it in Richmond last weekend, and then we ended up getting like a snowstorm, and um, my wife uh, was not feeling well, and I couldn't really leave the house and, and leave the baby with her at that time. So next best thing, going to go to Anderson, Indiana, see the movie tonight at a viewing they're having there, and uh, hopefully get to talk a bit with David Leo Schultz. Now, I've already been in, in uh, contact with David Leo Schultz, the director of the movie Ragamuffin, The Life Story of Rich Mullins. Um, and I asked him if we could do a podcast interview maybe before or after the movie showing tonight. And he said he would love to do that. The only problem is he's super busy when he does these premieres and he's already got several um, media outlets and things to speak with. And tomorrow morning, he's got a long trip back home uh, so he did offer tomorrow um, to do a phone call with us. And so hopefully if everything works out, maybe over Skype, um, I can do a phone call with the director of the movie. And uh, I can kind of share my thoughts with you guys. Regardless of that, because I'm seeing Ragamuffin tonight, um, I'll tell you what I think of it. I've, uh, I've been really excited to see this film. You all know if you've been listening to this podcast that I'm hesitant when it comes to Christian filmmaking because I just want people to make good films, um, whether it's got a Christian theme or not. Um, I want it to be um, good art, and I, I think that will be glorifying to God. And um, that if we see truth, um, that, that God is of the truth, and uh, in Him there is no lie. And so He helps us to see Him through telling our story. and. Um, the story of Rich Mullins is one that I believe uh, is, a, is about a life that uh, was, it was touched by God and a life that was given over to God. Not a perfect life. Um, I've read enough about Rich Mullins, read enough books about him, articles and things, and even um, heard him speak himself through videos and things like that from when he was alive um, to know he wasn't a perfect man. Uh, and I can also just know that because he was a human and none of us are perfect. Um, 
but I'm really excited to get to spend some time watching his film tonight and I'll share with you my thoughts on the movie Ragamuffin uh, as soon as I can maybe on my way home tonight afterwards I got a couple hours of driving so if this recording all turns out well then uh, maybe you'll just get my full review as I'm driving home tonight so um, can't think of anything else that I need to tell you in the uh, preliminary conversation um, oh except well let me say this um, we're not going to do this for episode 100. I have something else planned next week for that. Um, but one thing that I thought would be nice was to maybe uh, find some people who knew Rich Mullins and knew him pretty well and ask them to come on the show after seeing the film Ragamuffin, which I'm going to see tonight, and ask them their take on it. Maybe to kind of compare, you know, what they thought. Uh, was it a good representation of who Rich Mullins was? Uh, what, what do you think they got right? What do you think they... Could have done a little differently and um, so Randy Cox who has been a guest on the show in the past was uh, Rich Mullins' first publisher and uh, you know kind of discovered Rich Mullins and did the publishing on his music and Rich Mullins said of Randy Cox that uh, he taught him how to write and uh, that's very high praise and I talked to uh, Randy Cox this week and he is interested in doing that and seeing the Ragamuffin film and then coming on the podcast and just kind of sharing his thoughts as well which I would find extremely interesting. Uh, but in saying that, I also want you guys to be in prayer for Randy. He's been uh, battling cancer for a while, has had some surgeries, uh, was just in the hospital this past week. And uh, man, he's such a great guy. He's helped me so much over at Lifeway, and, and he's been helping me uh, get my music to different publishers. And um, so, all that is to say, just be in prayer for uh, our friend Randy Cox. Uh, he's a good friend of the show and a friend of mine, and uh, I, I think that he just really needs a touch from God. He's been so generous with his time. He, he, he's just a generous person, and I think that when life squeezes people who know God, uh, we see God come out, you know, and we see Christ come out of those people when they're squeezed, and Randy's just one of those people, I think. So, uh, anyway, pray for Randy got to go uh, pretty soon i'm gonna walk in and see this movie ragamuffin so i'll tell you what i think afterwards thanks for listening to voices in my head hey this is me rickley james again back with you here on the podcast i don't know why i'm trying to talk like a dj i'm not i'm back in my car it's dark. It's uh, 10.30 at night. I've got about two and a half hours on the road ahead of me to get back home tonight. Just came out of the movie screening of Ragamuffin, the story of Rich Mullins, and uh, got to, to meet for the first time face-to-face -face David Leo Schultz, the director, and uh, had a great time. Enjoyed it. My sister, Tony, uh, met me there. We went and saw the movie together. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I'm still trying to formulate my thoughts about the film. Uh, I thought I knew a lot about Rich Mullins uh, from reading books about his life. Uh, learned some new things tonight. Um, some some gritty things, things that uh, I, I wouldn't have known, and um, a younger, more legalistic me would have probably discounted him altogether as a Christian, um, just knowing some of the things that the movie portrays about him. Uh, someone who now is a recovering legalist and um, doesn't feel that way at all anymore uh, actually sees this as a real honest portrayal of a person who struggled 
um, a lot and was loved by God a lot and loved God a lot and uh, just as many artists are um, a very I don't know a better word for it than tortured I guess um, he, he really had a lot of seeming issues things maybe with uh, with family members and um, really struggled with alcoholism um, and I, I don't even know if uh, the movie wants us to believe he, he was an alcoholic it, it seems to uh, to point that direction that he really struggled with it heavily uh, but I gotta tell you what really made the movie for me uh, one of the many things was uh, Brennan Manning showing up somebody who also was a ragamuffin and in many ways I think was uh, instrumental in really Rich Mullins discovering the love of God in a, in a new way. Um, the, the way that that uh, Brennan Manning is portrayed in the movie I think is really cool. And uh, so, I'm, so I'm still trying to formulate my thoughts. Uh, hopefully we'll get David Leo Schultz on the line tomorrow. He's going to do some driving and, and said he'd be glad to talk for the podcast again. And uh, I actually was able to get in contact with the star of the movie, Mike Koch, as well. And I'm hoping to have him on the podcast soon. But uh, for now, those are my thoughts. Just uh, immediately coming out of the theater, I'm driving down the road. Uh, it's late at night. It's snowy and not lots of fun. So uh, I'm not going to talk too much longer at this point. But other than to say... Um, I recommend you see it if you're uh, willing to see an honest portrayal of a person um, and don't expect to go in seeing your average Christian movie let, let me put it that way um, it, because it's it's too honest to be a, a Christian film I love uh, how the director said it tonight he said you know films can't be saved or redeemed or um, you know uh, baptized or find find new life or anything like that films are films they're they're not uh things that are necessarily like living breathing persons or anything like that so to have a christian film he said uh you know i don't know what that is and i have to agree with him because films are films people are christians or non-christians but films are not and so when you go in you know expecting the average christian film which is made for a demographic of uh, women ages 30 to 55 uh, who wants something sweet and sappy and doesn't challenge you? Um, you're not going to like this movie. Let's let's put it that way. It's not um, courageous or something like that. It's a much more honest portrayal of what real people are like and their struggle. But um, gosh, I do recommend this movie. I I, I wish I wish you'd see it. Uh, I really do because it's uh, gosh, it's just eye-opening and uh, it, it makes me want to know God more. And uh, it's it's a, a movie of hope, I would say, for broken people. I don't know how else to state it. But uh, more on this later. Going to get back to driving now, and I'll stop my babbling. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get in contact with David Leo Schultz on the phone tomorrow uh, for a podcast interview, director of the movie Ragamuffin. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Thanks to Anderson University for hosting it tonight and having us all in there. Okay, that's it for now.
Well, guess what? It's me again, and I know you didn't expect to hear from me right away when I just said we were going to have a conversation with David Leo Schultz. Uh, something kind of crazy happened. Uh, there is going to be a conversation uh, to follow this, but while I was talking to him on the phone, uh, they had a flat tire in the midst of our conversation, and then they had some reception problems. So the call cuts in and out about three times, and uh, we're trying to make connection again. So I'm going to try to edit it uh, uh, so uh, it won't be very disjointed, but just so you know, Know when you hear some kind of uh, glitches and some things that are strange in here in this conversation, um, it's because that happens. So, uh, and I'll be back to talk to you in just a few moments. We had ended up having a brief conversation about the uh, ragamuffin film, and I wanted to share uh, as a closing thought a poem about Rich Mullins as we close the show today. So. Here we go again. Well, listeners to Voices in My Head are no stranger to my guest today, David Leo Schultz. He is the director of the movie Ragamuffin. He's an actor, he's a comedian, and uh, he is driving at this moment as we're talking to him. And so I'm really excited to have him. Last night, uh, as you know from the preliminary on the show, I was able to see Ragamuffin for the first time, and I got to meet David face-to-face, and we were able to set up this quick phone interview today just as sort of a follow-up and uh, and listeners you may not know this but last year the podcast that featured david when we talked about the ragamuffin movie was actually the most listened to podcast of the entire year so uh so congrats on, on that dave so thanks for joining us again today well thanks for having us back <laughs> it was really nice to uh, to meet you in person last night and not only to get to see the movie but to get to kind of hear your heart and hear your thoughts on making the film. Um, I really enjoyed it, let me say, first of all. I thought as someone who is a Rich Mullins fan, um, I, even with all that I knew about him, there was still a lot that I didn't know. And so I appreciated getting to have sort of a new perspective, not only with you there but also with some of the family members there. So I'm I'm curious, what has um, the reaction been um, around the country as you've been kind of touring this movie and allowing people to see it? What what's people's thoughts and reactions been? Man, it's been overwhelmingly joyous. You know, there's you know I think with any art, there's always different reactions to it. Like staring at a painting, and you could be with a friend looking at a painting in some art museum, and one person sees something, and some other person do something else, whether it's good or bad, and, um, you know, but I think that I wasn't prepared for, and I feel completely overwhelmed with joy about, is the positive reactions we've had across the board has been way beyond what I could have ever dreamed, hoped for, imagined, and um, I'm actually pretty humbled by it, and just grace upon grace, you know what I mean, just totally... uh, pretty much speechless. Um, so sort of to answer your question about what people are saying, um, and there's just such a variety out there. Uh, some of my favorites have been, you know, emails we've gotten, uh, Facebook messages to the extent of the coolest stuff has been just watching God work. You know, it's just our, uh, just getting to witness this. You know, we just feel like bystanders kind of watching God move in people's hearts and, uh, minds, um, really just about the simple message of the gospel, which is God loves them, and, uh, and uh, you know, we've gotten emails that reflect, you know, one of my favorites was from uh, a lady who wrote us, and she said, you know, Jesus saved me when I was seven years old, and now I'm 50, and I have always struggled with uh, believing the love of God, she says, I saw your, I saw the movie, 
went to bed. The next morning I woke up and felt like I experienced the love of God for the first time. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and then to, like, dean of students at, um, you know, Christian universities, um, hey, you know what, Rick? Yeah. I'm going to cut you off, but I think we got a flat tire. We're going to oh, call no. you back. Okay, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, take your time. No. Yeah, we'll <laughs> call you back, buddy. All right, All right. bye. bye. And the uh, flat tire happened about right here, and now we get him back on the line. Hey, Rick. Hey, Dave. Are you guys okay? I was just texting you. Uh, I've been actually trying to call for the last, like, ten minutes or so, but uh, reception's been so bad. Oh, weird. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we're okay. Um, we can continue if you would like. Sorry about that. Oh, no, that's no problem. I just want to make sure you guys are all right. And, you know, we, we definitely don't have to do this now if it's a bad time, for sure. No, no, so. it's a good time. As long as, uh, we should probably actually try to do it quick just while yeah. we have reception. Oh, definitely, definitely, real quick. Well, um, as uh, as listeners know, that uh, we were just talking to David Leo Schultz, and they had some car trouble, so uh, we were talking about his movie Ragamuffin, and uh, apparently they're all okay now. And uh, but we're glad to to hear that. Um, let me think what we were talking about here when we last. Uh, oh, you were telling yeah, you yeah. were telling me a story actually about a woman um, that had contacted oh, yeah. you. So we- yeah, so we received this, uh, I think it was a Facebook message, and she said, you know, um, I'm 50 years old, Jesus saved me when I was seven, and I have always struggled to believe in the love of God. I watched the movie, went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, and I felt like I experienced the love of God for the first time. Hmm. And um, that's been one of my favorites. Um, you know, some of the best stuff that we've witnessed is just people that... Um, Kind of in either one or two directions. Specifically. One, people that just really do struggle with sin and struggle with brokenness and pain, kind of feel like they have to put a mask within the culture of religiosity and, and really seeing like um, them experience the love of God and how transforming that's been. And also seeing people that are really addicted to religion and um, their own self righteousness. Um, much like the self-righteous brother in uh, the parable of the prodigal son, hmm. um, seeing people kind of admit to that, confess to that, I've um, seen Jesus break them free of that, um, and it's just been so cool. I mean, there's stories upon stories like that, and uh, you know, so um, and that was ultimately our hope with the movie is that people would see beyond rich and see um, the love of God, and uh, you know, as uh, because we talk about often, if we did just make a, a movie about Rich Mullins to glorify him, he would not have been happy with that. But I think he would get a kick out of, um, you know, his story being told to to point to Jesus. Oh, sure. And seeing seeing all the cool stuff that's been happening. Uh, yeah, so those, those are some of the fun stories that have been happening. Well, and one of the the highlights of this film for me, um, when you're talking about it not just being about Rich Mullins, but um, seeing Brennan Manning portrayed on film was pretty wonderful for me too. And uh, I I I apologize for not knowing the actor's name, but I thought he did a really good job. Um, I actually 
uh, got to go to a retreat with Brennan Manning just a few years before he died, and not not anything oh, wow. not anything as close or private as you know he and Rich had, but it was sort of a group of us believers that had gathered together, and I remember that being a very pivotal moment and. Um, he did remind me a lot of of Rich because they both were were struggling, and especially Brennan with the the alcoholism and things. But just really being encapsulated in that love of God, which would transform them. And so, um, I tell us a little bit, real quick, if you could. I didn't catch the actor's name who played him. I I was just kind of thinking uh, after Char- the film. Yeah, Charles Lawler. Um, yeah, he he really did a great job with that role. We just thought he did wonderful. And it's right about there that we lost the call again, and then we got Dave back just real fast and uh, had to go. But here's the final part of that conversation. Tell you what, we'll we'll just wrap this up real quick here because I know you're having problems with reception and everything. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, man. No, no, that's totally fine. I appreciate you taking the time uh, today. But yeah. uh, let me just say one last thing to you in praise of this movie, if I could, because I really appreciated it a lot. Um, a lot of films that we sometimes dub as Christian films, and I love what you had to say about that last night again, that, you know, a film can't be Christian because it's not a person, you know, it's it's a, it's a film. But what we sometimes dub Christian films as, they almost always have this, like, epiphany moment, you know, and, and it's like from then on, it's almost like they become everything's perfect and everything's good and everything's right. And I love how in, in this film, there's not necessarily, I think there's a couple moments we we could call epiphanal, but there's really not that turning point where now it becomes jolly and happy. It's it's actually still a real portrayal of someone who struggles a lot with loneliness and someone who struggles to find God. And I, I, I really think that that's a, a wonderful thing to see portrayed on film because it is the reality. Even Mother Teresa talked about the last years of her life not experiencing the the near presence of the Lord that she wishes she could and that she wishes she desired. But if that was what... Um, it took to be close to her to get uh, for her to do her task that God had for her, then she'd be willing to do it. So I just wanted to say a word of, of praise to you for that, for for portraying the film in an honest, real way uh, with Rich's life. And uh, so I guess I'll just well, say thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate that. And you know, I would encourage you and your listeners, anybody that's seen the movie, you know, um, while we appreciate the accolades. Our greatest hope is that you actually watch the movie, and then you forget about the movie, and you fall in love with Jesus. Oh, so yeah. That's our, that's our, that's our biggest hope, too. <laughs> well, that's what our hope is, too. Well, well, David, I'm sorry you've been having so much car trouble and reception problems and things, but I, I pray that you'll have a wonderful rest of your journey and uh, that the film... I think we'll be okay. Yeah, well, awesome. Well, may God continue to bless you guys. Thanks again for just doing a quick follow-up with us here on Voices of the Head. Oh, yeah, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming out. It was great seeing you and meeting you in person. Oh, man, I I had a great time, and uh, it it was really worth seeing. So I'll just say to everybody listening, go out and see Ragamuffin. it's, It's worth seeing for sure. Well, God bless you, Dave. You have a great one. Take care and be safe. All right, you too, bro. Talk to you later. All right, bye bye Well, and that concludes the conversation that I had with David Leo Schultz just a little while ago here on the phone. Um, I thought it would be an appropriate way to to close this um, episode today, which was probably the most different episode I've ever done uh, because it was almost all done completely on the road or on cell phone conversations. Um, But I found this poem... Uh, which was written about a uh, a friend written by rather a friend of Rich Mullins, and uh, it's the author is Mark A. Hollingsworth, 
and it was written, uh, at least it was posted Sunday, March 17th of 2013, uh, so not quite a year ago. Uh, but the poem is called I Miss Rich Mullins, and uh, as, as much as you're going to find in the film when you watch it that may surprise you if you didn't know much about Rich, um, some things if you were a fan you, you won't know at all. Uh, you you know you won't be surprised by everything that you see about him, but he was certainly a complex character, and I think this poem uh, captures maybe one of the reasons that uh, Rich is so memorable as a person, not just as a singer and songwriter. But this is the the, the poem "I Miss Rich Mullins" by Mark A. Hollingsworth, uh, and he prefaces it by saying, "Being St. Patrick's Day, I've been thinking of some of my favorite Irishmen." Though Rich was not born there, his name and lifestyle certainly reflected much of the Irish flair. And the poem reads like this. I miss Rich's beaming smile and furrowed brow. I miss Rich's pop sensibilities blended with eclectic instrumentation. I miss Rich's quick laugh and barking anger. I miss Rich drinking eight glasses of water a day to counteract his smoking habit. I miss that Rich read the Bible not to understand God, but to encounter him. I miss Rich singing the Star-Spangled Banner a cappella to open a show, but being outraged at U.S. foreign policy. I miss Rich's contrite heart and his assert assertions to, like Martin Luther, sin boldly. I miss our extended chats about the rebel Jesus and our arguments over theology. I miss Rich's focus on the needs of others and his recurring challenges with absent-mindedness. I miss Rich's wrestling with fame and his willingness to confess openly his darkest problems. I miss Rich's love for the church and his aversion towards westernized Christianity. I miss Rich's servant heart and his uncompromising stance with his record label suits. I miss Rich quoting lengthy passages of scripture and swearing like a longshoreman. I miss Rich's longing for purity and his struggles with celibacy. I miss Rich's attraction to high church and performing his concerts barefoot in tattered clothes. I miss Rich's love for Amy Grant and his disdain for the majority of her fans. I miss Rich's zeal for what moved him, like seeing Dances with Wolves 27 times while it was in theaters, and his equal frustration with pop culture trends like obsessive dieting. I miss Rich's desire for meaningful friendships and his frustrations with loneliness. I miss Rich's clarity that realized taking pride in poverty was equally as wicked as taking pride in wealth. I miss Rich's blunt rebukes and gentle grace. I miss Rich's intense self-judgment and his recognition of Christ's deep fondness for him. Yep, Rich was a complicated character and a friend. And, uh... I could share a lot more. He actually has it on uh, his uh, website, markhollingsworth.blogspot.com, where he just goes into some uh, different things about Rich. But I think that sums up a person. You know, um, it sums up Rich, uh, at least as far as uh, what a friend knew about him. But I think that sometimes we want to define ourselves as just one thing. And, uh, and we are more than just one thing. And Rich certainly was more than just one thing. Um, obviously wasn't perfect. Obviously wasn't even always a role model. Um, but the, the thing is, none of us are. Um, one thing that I respect so much about Rich Mullins was his willingness to confront his own sinfulness. Uh, much more than his willingness to confront other people's sinfulness. I think that's something that we can learn from. I think that's something that all of us in the church need to take account of. Um, we are very quick to judge others 
and we are very slow to judge ourselves, it seems like. And uh, we need to allow God to work in our hearts to the point where we can agree with ourselves about, (laughs) I'm sorry, where we can agree with God about ourselves. Um, God wants something bigger for all of us than uh, to just be church people that look a certain way, act a certain way, act like everything's good and happy all the time. He wants us to wrestle and to struggle. I can't think of a character in the Bible. I can't think of a person in Scripture who didn't struggle deeply with flaws, who didn't struggle deeply with loneliness, who didn't struggle deeply with sin, um, except for Jesus, of course. And not to say that he didn't struggle. He did. But he overcame for us. And uh, just as David Leo Schultz, the director we spoke with a few moments ago, his desire is for people to come to know Jesus more through this film. And uh, that is our desire here at Voices in My Head as well. I pray that you will be spurred on uh, to be people of faith and uh, to be God's, to use Rich Mullins' phrase, to be wholly His in every way. Um, Don't allow yourself just to live your Christian life for other Christians. Live it out fully for God in the presence of other Christians. Um, Teach them. Help them. uh, Be chastised by them at times. Be rebuked by them. Chastise and rebuke them back when they need it. Um, But don't give up on the church. Well, love each other well. I'm going to go for this week. Next week episode 100. I can't believe we're already there. I'm excited just thinking about it. I have a very special guest coming on the show. We're going to be talking about a topic close to my heart, and we're going to be, above all, just celebrating, hey, 100 episodes. Uh, thank God. I've, I've had a great time podcasting, and I hope we get to do 100 episodes more. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Voices in My Head, and uh, we're going to close the episode out now with one of my favorite Rich Mullen songs. Enjoy. <laughs>
is all ending I wanna hear some music once again Cause it's the finest thing I have ever found But the Jordan is waiting Though I ain't never seen the other side Salvation. I stick out my thumb and it gives me a ride And this music is already falling on my ears But this people been talking They say they're worried about my soul And I'm here to tell you I'll keep rocking Till I'm sure it's my time to roll And it won't break my heart to say goodbye. listening to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. If you'd like to know more about me, my ministry, my music, my life, go to my website at rickleejames.com. And I'd love this to be a community experience. So if you call 937-505-0162, you can leave feedback, you can give me suggestions for future shows, you can even record comments that I can play on the next podcast. So let's make this something really great together. 937-505-0162. Thank you so much for listening to Voices in My Head, the official Rick Lee James podcast. God bless.